Welcome to Cherry Beckert's third in our digital series for law firms on innovating for growth. I'm Scott Duda, an audit partner and the leader of our professional services group. And with me today is Nita Sanger, director of our digital advisory practice. Welcome, Nita. Uh, thank you for having me, Scott. I really appreciate it. So today we're going to talk about innovating for growth, specifically related to digital services and professional services and law firms in particular. So we've talked a little bit um, in the past about how legal, the legal industry has been doing in 2021 coming out of the pandemic um, as everybody was impacted. Uh, they certainly were as well. How's the growth been for different size firms, large firms, mid-tier firms coming out of this pandemic? Uh, so, so what's been happening is, Scott, that actually it's been very interesting because the demand for law firms has actually gone up. So for legal advice has increased quite significantly in, in 2021. And actually the revenues have grown in just in the first three quarters have grown by about like say 14-ish percent. But the interesting part where you said was like, how's the growth for the, the large versus the mid-tier? We're actually starting to see a little bit of a bifurcation where the, the firms at the top are actually seeing the largest growth. The largest, like it's like 17, 18% ahead of the market, while the smaller firms are actually seeing much smaller percentages of growth. And this is now sort of being combined with the fact that the cost, as, as we know, talent is always a, a big issue. So the cost of talent has gone up. So the bigger firms whose, whose revenues are growing by more are actually able to spend that kind of money, whereas the mid-tier law firms are starting to get squeezed a lot more because their revenues are not growing as much, but their expenses actually they have to attract to attract good talent, have to pay a lot more. So we are in this very interesting sort of phase where the growth is not even. And so this actually provides the mid-tier firms with an opportunity to say, okay, what should we be doing to think differently so we can compete with the bigger players? Interesting. Is there a part of that that is consolidation in the industry as well? I would think, I know I've, we've seen that obviously in the public accounting industry, mm -hmm. and I would think they would be very similar in, in terms of some consolidation is there were some firms that maybe just weren't positioned for the pandemic and maybe had struggled a little bit more than others through there. And there was a buying opportunity for mm -hmm. a larger firm. So what I would say is that absolutely that there's opportunities, but but I think that there, I think each firm has to think about what their individual growth strategy is. So absolutely, there's ways to grow. Or there's organic and inorganic growth. Where inorganic is where you could actually acquire some companies, but the other thing is you could hire you know, special just lawyers or practices in specific areas, which is what some firms are doing. Or the other option now is, which is what people hadn't thought about a lot in the past, is forming strategic alliances. So which means if I'm an M&A lawyer and you're an IP lawyer, instead of one of us acquiring each other, because we may not have the financial capital to do that, we could form a strategic alliance and say, hey, let's go to market together so that if there's a client that needs both our services, we both make money on this. And I think that is sort of of the the option which is also there which is actually being adopted by a number of other businesses not so much in legal at this point in time interesting so what are some of those that you, you mentioned that that growth for the larger firms and some of that consolidation is creating opportunities for mid-tier firms what are mm -hmm. some of the actions they can take to position themselves for growth 
So I always say this that, you know, especially the pandemic has actually sort of accelerated the pace of change, but it's also provided opportunities for mid-tier law firms to actually think outside the box of how they could compete. And because when you can use technology, you're actually able to leapfrog ahead of your competitors who usually tend to be much slower to move. And we are seeing that as I've had conversations with some of the larger law firms, in some ways, no offense, they're a little bit of fat and happy. And they're like, yeah, we're, we're good. We don't need to do that much to change. So mm -hmm. this provides an opportunity for mid-tier law firms. And then what we actually say is what you should be thinking about is three three ways to think about this, three areas you should focus on. We definitely already talked about what their strategy for growth could be, but they need to think about like, how do you go to market? Because at the end of the day, we are all in businesses to serve our clients more effectively. What can you do to provide them with much more a customized experience? And so what we are, what one of the things that you can actually do there is, whereas, you know, people never knew where their case was, et cetera, you start to provide them that they actually have insights as you're going through the case. You know, they can see at what stage things are at, where the documents are, et cetera. The other thing is so it's like how you go to market. The other thing is if you can do more using more digital marketing methods to act, to be able to provide them sort of go out and do marketing, which is something which law firms historically are not very good at doing. So that's one, how you go to market and what's the customer experience you're providing. The second one is what are the products and services you offer? So we know that in the legal industry, Legal advice is what people come to you for. But if you take another step and take a look at this and say, okay, we are, that basically a lawyer is a trusted advisor. People are coming to you because they trust you. As a result of that, you're sitting on a whole lot of information. This information actually can be used to be able to provide insights back to your client. Again, keeping in mind how you provide them a better customized experience. To Just to give you some of the examples of some of the work that we've done in the past is basically... Uh, there was a, there was a firm, one of a law firm, which was a mid-sized law firm we were working with, which worked basically on M&A deals. So that was one of the biggest areas that they were focusing on. They got a lot of information around that. And because we have, and as I'm sure you're aware, we have a big analytics practice, we were actually able to say, take that information that you have and be able to provide insights back to your client as to how much time does it take to close the deal? You know, what are all the different parts of the process? What are the other deals? in the same market what they are doing. So using the information that you sit on and then saying what insights we can provide to our clients for them to run their businesses more efficiently. So it's thinking what other products and services you can offer besides legal advice. And then there's a whole bunch of other things you could do also because if they're already coming to you, whereas now they're starting to use different technologies, et cetera, to do parts of the business more efficiently, you can also decide and say, hey, we can do some of those things for you leveraging technology. So that sort of expands your revenue base. Then the last, but certainly not the least, is how do you operate much more efficiently? So as we're looking, this is how you operate as a business. So when you're running a law firm, you have the op opportunity of saying, okay, what is understanding what your core business is, which is providing legal advice, everything else that's non-essential to that, which means things like you don't want to be running a technology shop. You're not going to get the best people. Is there a way to outsource that? With using more technologies, there's going to be things like security and privacy. Are these things that you should be thinking about giving out to someone else or even things like doing your, your you know, your month-end accounting? Is that something that you could give out as an outsourced to, to someone else who specializes only in doing that and then seeing all the different processes that you have in your business, how could you make them more efficient? 
This all relates kind of to sort of how you run your business as a law firm. But then the other thing where they could also do is to sort of say what tools and technologies we can use as you're providing legal advice to become more efficient. Because I don't know if you're aware that in a, in a law firm, the giving the advice part is certainly one piece of it, but about 50 to 55% of their revenues actually come from the part where you're doing things like creating contracts, going back and forth, redlining right. them, or doing things or doing research, all of which now you have the opportunity to make much more efficient using tools and technologies. And then sort of in some ways that you're spending less time on doing that and more time on actually being, you know, being providing more advice to your client and then actually being able to work with, on more clients. So that's so, what a, a law firm should be thinking about. So I know that uh, corporate internal general counsel is oftentimes the decision maker on the decision about which firm to engage. Mm -hmm. So how has their role changed recently? And then what's that mean for these mid-tier firms as they're looking to go to market? Okay, so the role of the general counsel, and as I'm sure you're fairly familiar with this, is that historically the the you know the legal department was all, all brought in once everything was done to okay just finish the contract for us and get that going, or if there was a legal issue, they were brought into kind of saying okay now help us figure out what we need to do to address the legal issue. Uh, but now what's changed is especially with the whole thing with the pandemic, there was the adoption of technology, even by businesses has happened very extensively, where they now need to think about what can we do to sort of, you know, they have to think about how they meet their clients' needs more effectively, or even how they operate, especially in the pandemic when everybody had to go remote, which means using a whole bunch of technologies. So what this has done is, Whereas you needed to bring in legal at the end, now this is changing the role of the general counsel where it used to be much more from being reactive to being proactive, where he or she almost needs to have a seat at the table when a corporation is thinking about all these changes that they are making. Because if you do not think of the legal risk and regulatory implications up front, you could actually significantly delay things at the back end. And and I'm saying this because in my pre one of my previous roles, that's exactly what happened. We were like, we were introducing a new product. We were like, who brings legal to the table? Until we realized that we got to the end where the product was ready, but then it took us 18 months to go past legal risk and regulatory because we did not think about bringing them in upfront. So with that being said, so if I just mentioned to you all the things that the role of the general counsel has changed where they now have to think not just legal, they have to understand the technologies and the legal implications of that. And then they need to look at the, the risk and regulatory issues. To me, these are the areas where a mid-tier law firm can actually say we can provide value. So if you're actually able to tell your general counsel that, okay, what does it mean if you're actually going to be using AI? What are the legal issues related to that? Or if you're going to be using blockchain? So th there's a whole bunch of legal implications around that. All of those things, and then tell them what are the risk and regulatory implications. Then you start changing your role from just being the person called in when there's an issue to actually helping make your general counsel more more effective. So I think this is this is such a huge opportunity for a law firm if they can pick area and if they could just become the expert in what are the legal implications of using AI. This is something that almost every general counsel is going to need. And that's the specialty which not everybody has. So it's thinking about those niches that you want to be known for and then and and basically becoming an expert in that and taking that to the, the entire market. Okay. So I know that you mentioned the pandemic and responding or responding to that. Um, 
I know a lot of firms have started to expand sort of from their core to alternate services. And yes. then also there are some sort of players outside of sort of a core um, traditional law firm that are starting mm-hmm. to play in sort of like the contract space and things like mm-hmm. that, where not necessarily doing legal services, but starting to, to play in that space a little bit. How are those sorts of transitions impacting these these firms? So actually, they are impacting them in a very significant way. So as you just pointed out, these alternate legal service providers, what they are doing is they are providing some of the legal services that law firms used to provide. And what they're doing is they're doing it much more efficiently and effectively because they're using technology. So what this is actually ending up doing is in some ways they're competing with the law firm. So remember I mentioned to you that you spent, that most law firm revenues, about 50 to 55% came in from doing things like contracts, et cetera. So those are the things that are gonna be going away to these alternate legal service providers because corporations are saying, why should I pay a lawyer $300 an hour to look at the contract and then review that five times before it gets to where I'm happy with it. Why not use a technology which would be much cheaper? So that means the the alternate legal service providers actually negatively impacting all law firms. And that is a huge risk for them. So they need to think about how they address that. So if you actually turn that around and for the, the law firms, what they could be doing is instead of thinking of the alternate legal service providers as your competitors, see if you can actually form strategic alliances with them. Because remember, most alternate legal service providers are not lawyers. They do not provide legal advice. And you are the one who provides legal advice. If you can actually form alliances with them to be able to say, hey, you do this piece of it and I do this piece of it, the chances of you being able to expand the pie are significantly higher. So I think that there's huge opportunities. It's just the way that you have to change your lens a little bit and stop thinking of them as more as your competitors. But that market's getting really big and some in incredibly large players with deep pockets are coming in. And I'm sure you're aware firms like the big four have mm-hmm. come into the space and the, a lot of the other firms are getting huge private equity money and have become really, really big. So they're becoming very powerful competitors. It's interesting. Need a really good discussion. Any final thoughts for our folks listening today? Uh, yes. So, so Scott, what I would like to actually tell all our law firm listeners is that we at Cherry Beckard actually bring in deep expertise in the legal industry. We have a good understanding of the legal market, all the players, all the uh, the competitive landscape and all the technologies that are there that could actually help our, the law firms become very effective. Combining that with not just understanding the industry, but bringing in expertise, how do you transform the business? And then things like analytics, which we can actually help our law firm clients leverage so that they can serve their customers much more effectively. So I did want to sort of say this, that if, you know, if anyone is really interested, please reach out to us because we actually have a lot of information that can help you become more successful, help position you for growth and also help you optimize your operations. Thanks, Nita. This has all been great information. We appreciate everyone listening along today. As always, if we can assist or answer any questions, we'd be happy to welcome the opportunity to be your guide forward. Thanks for listening.